Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of On Point. I'm joined with Jimmy, Kelsey, and David from Jimmy Tarps. And we cover some areas that have been requested and then also some new areas. So we cover recipes, food prep, dehydrating your food, and eating like a king in the backcountry. After hearing these guys talk about what they bring back there and how they eat, I, I am totally going to be buying a dehydrator. And I thought it was way more money than it took to get into it. But as you'll hear, it's, it's pretty affordable. It saves you a ton of money in the long run and you can eat freaking awesome when you're back there, which is a morale booster for me and then also helps you hunt harder because you have better nutrition. Uh, we also talk about shelters and what you're going to need if you're wanting to get into it, baby sacks, uh, what they have coming around the corner. And following this episode, I bought a uh, prototype shelter, which will be out in 2020. I can't talk about it yet, but um, it's going to be awesome when they come out with that and then also a baby sack. So uh, I'll be using that stuff in Idaho. Totally excited about it. But uh, also one more thing about this episode, uh, we are going to be coming out with a newsletter. I talk about it every episode, which you can subscribe uh, by going to the website at www.onpointpodcast.com. But about that newsletter, uh, Jimmy is going to be the first company that we feature and offer a discount code with. So uh, keep an eye open for that. If you guys are wanting to purchase something after listening to this episode, wait for that discount code and it'll be part of that newsletter. I'll post it on Instagram and I'll talk about it in a future episode to make sure you guys don't forget. But uh, thank you guys at Jimmy Tarp for doing that and uh, just really appreciate them for coming back onto the show. It's a fun episode. So without any further ado, Jimmy Tarps. Well, let's go ahead and get this thing rolling then, guys. I'm going to turn up the mics a little bit more. There we go. And uh, you guys want to get some intros going? I got no stranger to the podcast. This is like yeah. your third time on the show now, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate that a lot. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so my name is Jim Jim Dean. Um, started Jimmy Tarps uh, what it was six seven years ago, and it was uh, mainly out of uh, just blind luck necessity thing. You know, I was unhappy with uh, everything I was using, you know, the tarps shelters type thing, mm -hmm. and I uh, just started uh, playing around with it a little bit. And uh, some friends of mine just kind of forced me into it. There's like, man, you know, you. And they, they helped with the development, too. I mean, they were all like, you need, oh, man, we'd set something up. And they're like, oh, this is good, but let's do this or this, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so they were the driving force and, you know, putting me, uh, forcing me to do this. And just, you know, like, hey, you got you got to sell these things, you know. And one of my buddies called up one day and he's like, hey, I just uh, I just made you a Facebook page, you know, for your, for Jimmy Tarps. And I was like, oh, you did, you know. He just took it upon himself. He did it, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, check it out, you know. Yeah. Hey, by the way. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going, you know. And so yeah. that's yeah. kind of how it, how it was launched. And then uh, it just it just went crazy, you know. It got so busy to where, I, you know, I was retired, trying to be, and I was working like 10 hours a day, seven days a week doing this. And that's when I just. Kelsey at the time was, you know, working and I was like, okay, you know, I need help, you know, help bad. So she stepped in and, and took the whole business over and, uh, hmm. you know, and David does all the social media. Kelsey's, you know, charge of it, runs everything, does the sewing. My wife does this, you know, is one of the other sewers and I've kind of backed off now to where I do what I really want to do, which is just design tarps and test them, you know, mm -hmm. the fun stuff. And the fun stuff, yeah. They do all the work, so. The R&D. Yeah. yeah, the fun so, stuff. Yeah, so that <laughs> intro's right into Kelsey and David there, so. Hi, I'm Kelsey Parks, uh, Jim's daughter. So I uh, <laughs> kind of got roped into this world since I was a kid. Um, I grew up backpacking and hunting with my dad. Um, so when he started the business, it kind of just felt natural to join in and I took it over and I've been 
working in the sweatshop sewing ever since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't have much of a choice. It was n- ingrained in her from the beginning, no. I think. So do you get roped into yeah. doing like um, camel repairs and, and all that stuff? No, luckily he still does that himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got my grandma for that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah I yep. took a nasty spill a couple of year go- years ago on a blacktail, and I just in like two days or, or no, it was like less than two weeks of hunting, I, I thrashed like two complete sets of verse light, and so my grandma was like piecing them together for me. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't afford to buy new pairs every well, every week. Spendy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's what's nice about having, <laughs> what do we got, four? Or what do we got three sewing machines now in our, oh, in wow. our shop that we converted, and so... Anybody, if I tear anything up, it just goes right to my wife or my mother-in-law. <laughs> and even Jim, he, he, like I said, he's the one who started this whole thing. And we got to give a little bit of a shout-out to Tom Kurtz. He moved away, but he was one of Jim's yeah. old hunting buddies. And he was the guy that really kind of pushed him to get these out there. That was the guy that started the Facebook page. And well, like, and the name. Yeah, and the I name. Had yeah, a, yeah. I had a totally <laughs> different name. name. I didn't want to name it that. And really? Yeah, <laughs> he, he just did it. And yeah. it was like. Mm. What would you want to name it? Oh, it was like. Uh, Ochico Mountain Shelters or something like okay. that. Yeah, okay. you know. But then you give away where you hunt potentially, though. Well, no, <laughs> I don't, we don't hunt the Ochicos. We just live there. <laughs> there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. So it was. Yeah, you're right. Tom is yep. uh, man. He he was the driving force. He's a great guy. And was, yep. yeah. As soon as we heard that, as soon as they're like, you got to call it Jimmy Tarpson. Jim wasn't crazy about it, and we're like, man, you got to call it Jimmy yeah. Tarpson. So, like, that's that's the well, name. And he that's actually the way to made go. made me some cards. And yeah, this guy set everything up like, for you. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he was he was funny. Yeah, yeah, That's he was a cool. he was a hoot to hunt with too, man. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, he made all the business cards and then he moved away. And so Jim's yeah. like, well, all right, and it worked out perfect because Kelsey was she went to part time. She used to work at the hospital there and running at the family care clinic and. She went down to part-time and kind of needed something else to do on her days off. And mm-hmm. so then she got into sewing. And then from there, you know, she just started doing it full-time. So that's that's what she does now. And like I said, we got a uh, – about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we bought a piece of property out in Prineville and right outside. It's about eight miles out of town. And there was a big shop there. And so we just recon- we just converted the whole thing into our Jimmy Tarp shop. And so oh, right it was on. just a concrete slab. So we threw down some carpet, threw the sewing machines in there, insulated it, and – yeah, that's our that's the headquarters now. So and it worked out great. There was actually one house on it and a little bunkhouse, and they were looking to downsize, and we were looking for some property. So everybody's happy. Oh, we're it's all, like perfect. Yeah, we all live on the same piece of property and <laughs> got the big shop right in the middle. It's it's we got perfect. A, right next to it, I mean, like ten yards from it, we have a, a range <laughs> that you can shoot out to eighty yards. Oh and then gosh. up on the hillside, we it's a steep hill behind it, like ten acres behind. Mm-hmm. We have a nine target, you know, course that's uh, you know we shoot. 80, 90 yards. Well, David shoots 100. And in Prineville? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you come out to the I place there, say, man. Next time I'm coming over there. Ever in the area, you got to stop yeah. by the shop, <laughs> and you got to bring your bow. Cause oh, yeah. Well, I don't go to Eastern Oregon without my bow. Yeah. yeah. We, That's really the only that, reason I'm there. Anybody that comes <laughs> over, we, we tell them, hey, bring your bow. We'll shoot. You know, that's really? part, of the, yeah, part of the tour. So. Do you, because uh, I've always thought about living over here, but I don't ever want to become numb to the sights and stuff. Do you guys ever feel like you take it for granted at no. all? No. It's still just. No. Yeah, I mean, you mm. wake up in the mornings and you see those cascades. It's just yeah. it never yeah. gets old. Yeah, I love just coming over here and then when we're right about you hit ninety seven, you get that smell yeah. of sage. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like yeah, I'm here. And yeah. I, you know, I got it too. I got to give it. You know, my daughter Kelsey and, and David, my son in law, love these guys, but they took it the tarp to a different level because mm-hmm. I was so overwhelmed. You know, they just said, okay, we got to get this, do this right, form the LLC, did the website. You know, yeah. we really took it to the next step. And David does all the social media, and it just took so much load off of me to where you know, I could say, I just want to do the fun stuff now, you know, and it 
to me, and I, I, I pester her so much. If you, <laughs> if you probably saw it in, uh, I don't know, you did, I guess the last podcast we did, uh, we didn't have the video, did we? We didn't. Yeah, we had part of it at first. Uh, didn't we? I could see you. Yeah, because you, you mentioned you the had bow bows in me, the background. I don't know if you saw all the, all the, the hook with all the tarps hanging off of it. I There's like ten of them. Oh really? They were prototypes. <laughs> and I, I keep yeah. pushing her. I was yeah. like, this one that came out, I got like two or three more. I was like, okay, we got these. I want to go. You know, they're, yeah. they're ready. Yeah. I've already, you know. Yeah, he is like <laughs> the mad scientist when it comes yeah. to these things. And I've always got you know, In fact, I yep. was telling her I have another one I'm really pushing when she's like, oh, I don't even want to hear about it. We just did this one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just one thing at a time. She's you know? got to tone him down a yeah. little bit and be like, okay, well, I got to keep him in check. Yeah. <laughs> How hard is it to, to get something from Jimmy's head and put it in onto an actual tarp? Like, he says he wants this and then you actually make it. Well, there's several prototypes that happen, let's just say. <laughs> and then uh, and they may not be test, good. <laughs> test prototypes that you take out and then you realize something's not going to work. So you go back yeah. to the drawing board, tweak it. Well, it's, a, it's a long process. The EMS that we just came out with. Which one's that? The small that's one? That's the one on the left, the smaller one. Yeah, that, okay. that is basically a year and a half as far as in my head. Really? And, oh, yeah. And uh, a year, a total year in the design. Yeah. because And this was uh, you know built off of... A lot of it, customer feedback. You know what they told us they wanted, you know. And it was funny, but the 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 first prototype, I, I thought I nailed it. You know, I, I couldn't figure out what I wanted in my head, how I wanted it to come out. And then I, I finally, like one night, I just woke up and boom, the light <laughs> the light switch doesn't go on that often, you know. But, <laughs> but when it once does, once in a while it does, you know, it's a little slow. Tarp is made. Yeah, and it's like it went on. I was like, oh man, I got it. And I I went down to the shop and I whipped that sucker out. And I was like. I, we have, you know, this pasture where I can set it up, you know. Uh -huh. I went out there and set it up, and I was like, oh, this freaking sucks, you know. <laughs> it was, like, way uh -huh. taller than it should have been. I'm like, uh -huh. oh, God, you Yeah. Know? Well, that reminds me of the Hudson when you were – that because that one was probably two years almost That's, in the process, and yeah. he would he would be all set. Okay, it's ready to go. It's ready to go, and he'd go to set it up, and it's like two feet <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're like, well, it's a nice footprint. I mean, you're ten feet wide, yeah. but you're only two feet off the ground. Yeah, two or three you could have like a tent for your dog or something. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny, you know. It's it's just crazy. It'll take you know. You get the initial concept, you think you got it, and then you got to you know. You set it up and it's like, ah, oh, no. Then you go got to go all the way back to the drawing board, you know. And Interesting. So, yeah, it takes some – some things are fast, but other mm -hmm. things are and, – and Kelsey, like I say, she really slows me down. Like, I had – I remember when I finally got the Hudson one night, I actually had it set up before we – this was before we moved. We had a big den. And I had it set up in our den. You know, I had all kind of – I had like, paint cans holding the corners, you know. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I was like, this thing is beautiful, you know. And I <laughs> called her, like, you got to come over, you know. And I, I go, I, I want to name it after she had just had – our grand, first grandson, Hudson. I was oh, like, I want to okay, name it after cool. Hudson. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I got to see it, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, she's critical. And she opens the door, walks in the den, and she's like, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You know, once she saw it, it was like, yeah. oh, man, yeah, it, you yeah. got when, it. Once you see it and it's dialed in, you're like, okeah, yeah, we could work with that. And that's yeah. funny. It's one of the best sellers, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, cannot top keep seller, yeah. That yeah. and the granite. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a kid named Granite? No. Negative. No. Nope. No more <laughs> kids. Well, that was before <laughs> the two and done. Two, two and, and done. done. That two was before done. the kids, but we got you know Hudson. <laughs> so the teepee's named after Hudson, and then our bigger teepee, the Madison, is named after the youngest granddaughter, yeah. Madison. So which yeah, one? We, we just had a daughter. She's five months old now, and her oh, name is Madison. Awesome. So Maddie, Maddie Joe. So we got Hudson and Maddie. You're gonna have to name a tent. Yeah. We did. Oh, you already did. Yeah. Uh, so okay, the, you already did. The bigger one. The it's not. We don't have it set up, but we have a, a one called the Madison. That's the exact same. Design is the Hudson teepee, but yeah. it's 11 foot 6 squared and 7 foot tall. It's big. Okay. Yeah. And that's the Madison. Bigger than the Hudson. Bigger, yeah. The Hudson's 9 4 squared. That'll be a problem when he gets about 
yeah. teenager. You're gonna yeah. have to create a bigger tent for oh, him. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's gonna he's gonna want royalties or something. Yeah. I think from it. I'm, I'm named after it. <laughs> well, so where's I keep the telling him, I was like, you gotta do like 10 percent into a college fund for each one. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. have talked about that. Yeah, the yeah. Hudson I fund. I mean, start it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, last year it's funny with the t-shirts because last year we got a whole order of t-shirts and we were trying to push him at this show and he was our our son's two and a half and so he was you know a year and a half then and. You could just tell he wanted a new puppy. And so the whole thing behind the T-shirts were, "Can you? do you want to buy a T-shirt? All the funds go to my grandson's oh. puppy. And so everybody's like, all right, give me a shirt. Oh. Give me a couple of shirts. So we ended up basically paying for the, his puppy with the T-shirts and then some. So but. Perfect. Yeah. Well, maybe that's how I'll get rid of a few of my hats then. There you there go. There you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just give him a good yeah. cause. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so how, when, did, when did you guys actually make your first tarp? Like when, oh. when did you guys start? Well, you know, I started like say six, seven years ago, and uh, f- well, probably maybe seven. I can remember. I can remember it was a, a trip. It was Spring Bear in Hell's Canyon, and I was using a competitor's design tarp. And I'm looking at it. It was a ten by twelve, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "How is this thing this heavy?" You know. And I'm just looking at it, and I was like, "I don't get it. It should not be this heavy," you know. And then um, we, you know, we had sewing background a little bit. My wife uh, used to own a sewing shop. So basically all the kids, you know, after school, would that's where they went. And when I wasn't on shift, I went there. That's how, the only place I could see my wife. And so I slowly got roped into, you know, the women would come in and need machines fixed. You know, so I, you know, okay, I'll do that, you know. And then I, that's where I kind of learned how to run. You know, if you fix a machine, you got to know how to run it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to know how to do a little bit. So that's how I learned. And, you know, so every, we all knew this. So it wasn't that big of a transition to, you know, okay, let's just start with some tarps and, you know, yeah. start whipping them out. And it was just, yeah, the, the weight was what was getting me. I just couldn't figure out why they were so heavy for what they were, you know. And, right, right. And I don't know how everything I do comes out so light. It, you know, it just happens. I don't, it's, obviously I'm a, you know, a weight weenie. I weigh everything. and um, But I don't, you know, I don't know the weights and I don't think that's not in the equation when I make it, you know. I just do the design and first one throw on the scale and see what it what it says you know right you know, right see where we're yeah. at so yeah kind of go from there but yeah we yeah. were uh we were talking earlier and then i'm like i'm not sleeping on the ground beer guy i want something between me and the ground and the creepy crawlies and stuff uh, what do you suggest for that because that's one of the questions i get with with the tarp kind of things is like well i'm not a floor sleep on the ground guy you're the yeah that's yeah. the biggest question we get too and yeah. we've had all kinds of people come through here Probably and they're a hundred like, of those uh-huh. in the last two days yeah. 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 yeah 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 and so i you know i'll tell you man it's I, and I don't get this, but, you know, probably 70, 80 percent of the people we sell to, they're they're just good with a piece of Tyvek and they're happy campers. Tyvek. It doesn't bother them. Yeah. Tyvek's, you know, light, easy to get, cheap. And that's great. The bugs, you know, if there are bugs, don't bother them. A lot of guys are above tree line or where there's nothing anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like we talked before on one of the podcasts, you know, <laughs> I'm a, I, I don't want, I, I hate bugs. I yeah. don't want <laughs> spiders or anything, anything in my yeah. sleep system at all, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, we do bivy sacks, and we do bivy sacks for several reasons. Um, for instance, a piece of Tyvek, 20 by 72, you know, the width of your pad, weighs five ounces. Our bivy, which is way bigger and gives you a lot more protection, only weighs six ounces. So, so a bivy, and this is for guys that don't do the backcountry what exactly is a bivy so the bivy is the same floor as our tent so it's waterproof you know so your bottom of it's waterproof okay the top of it from the feet to the waist is waterproof and breathable the material we use is called momentum 90 Mm -hmm. so that that's waterproof and breathable from the waist up is netting and the key to the bivy sack uh, that was one of the hardest things for me to 
develop. I think it was like three or four years. I think it was eight prototypes. I mean, and David used to have one of the older ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We And, you know, I, at first it was the material that was the issues. I got the material dialed, but then the zipper, you know, I tried the chest, the around the top and down and then we finally went to a, a center zip a six foot center zip and i was like ah oh, we nailed it you know because hmm. it's just opens like a can opener so, so easy, easy to, to get, get in yep, yeah in and out of and so it's like a light sleeping bag basically no it's it's a you know i mean it's it's basically just it your gives you you know added you know temperature rating and to your bag and it's just an added uh protection you know it, it'll it's obviously not waterproof From because you have the net yeah okay but it gives you that little bit if you get condensation you get a little puddle or whatever you're fine you know yeah. perfect um, yeah and i, I you splash, know splash protection type stuff but yeah i normally run a down bag or a, a down quilt this year i got a down quilt and there's been a couple times where i slid out the bottom you know you just you pick a spot <laughs> on a hill and you try and level it out the best you can but your feet will slide out or something or your head will slide out but I woke up multiple times and my feet was were hanging out the bottom of the tarp and it <laughs> yeah. rained a little bit that night or something. So you, it just gives you that extra little protection. You know, my bag was still good. I still had the down bag, like I said, and still had plenty of warmth to it. And so that bivy is just a little of that extra extra protection. So and then it also keeps the bugs out. Is the big thing we tell people all the time. When you're in it, make sure it's closed. And then when you get out, make sure it's closed. So you okay. Just, yep, no don't matter what, that thing in. is closed all the time. Then nothing will crawl in there. You know, you don't have to worry about bugs or snakes or anything. So. Well, Perfect. Another big factor yep. people don't think about, and to me this is one of the top reasons to have one, how many times, you know, you pack in late afternoon or whenever, you get to where you're going to bivy for the night, you see this beautiful spot, you set up your tent or whatever you're in, you know, tarp, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you go hunt the next morning, you know, you – hunt freaking hard maybe you do five six miles you come back you just want to take like an hour a little power nap your freaking shelter's in the sun mm. you're screwed right with a bivy all you do you know we get that happen all the time we just grab our bivvies look around see a nice shade tree go throw it under there there take our nap yeah. we do we're doing that in hell's canyon a couple weeks yeah, ago. yeah yeah yeah, yeah really? and everything's everything's in the bivy so your pads in there your sleeping yeah. bag you know if you got a little backpacking pillow and so you just literally pick the whole thing up carry over throw really? it in the shade and and another yeah. another thing too is a lot of times Let's say the weather's nice like this, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have our shelter set up and maybe, we, you know, we find a big herd of elk two basins over. We'll go, hey, let's grab the bivy, two days of food. We'll just go bivy, you know, half mile back from these elk. Mm -hmm. Just drop right in on them, you know. Interesting. So then you're, you're talking, you're carrying a six-ounce shelter, you know, or six ounces. Yeah. So. You're going to have to uh, pay, apparently add that on to my total. Okay. Kelsey, Kelsey could, could <laughs> yeah. you add that on to my total, please? We'll no, talk later. <laughs> but, you know, just like in the uh, <laughs> Hell's Candy knows we had our shelters. We thought in shade. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's the second, the second spot we're in. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then I, lo I look huh. over and Dave has got his. He's, you know, his is in the sun, so he just grabs the baby, goes find a shade tree, you know, and I did the same thing. And, man, we're taking a nap. So yeah, that was a perfect spot, especially in Hell's Canyon because you could just glass right there from the tarp if you needed yeah. to. So you get out, yeah. hike around the ridges, and then <clears throat> come back if you need to or you want to resupply and then sit up there and glass around right from your bivy sack and get up and then do a little evening hunt after that so yeah well like spring bear lots of showers and stuff like that it'd be nice to be able to get out of it last second and not have to leave your spot yeah yeah you exactly. know so i i absolutely could see a value in that and, and over in idaho where we hunt um there was a lot of inclement weather but it was on and off it was like almost like spring um but way colder and uh it'd be nice not to have to just completely stop what you're doing and find a really thick tree or something that yeah. you can hide under which over there there wasn't there was actually quite a few Douglas fir where we were at. It was really weird. I didn't uh, expect to see 
any fur way over there. Yeah, another really really cool thing that we do that I think really works out well is a lot of times I'll pack, you know, like a Hudson Inn mm-hmm. to a central area that is like one of our favorite areas to hunt, you know. Mm-hmm. But we know that once we're there, you know, and we might have most areas, we might have four or five bivy sites, you know, two or three miles each one pass there, you mm-hmm. know, in a big loop. And we'll hunt that central area with where the Hudson's at for four or five days. Once we start, you know, the elk start wising up and getting out of the area, you know. Then if the weather's nice, you know, a lot of times we'll just take a six by nine and a bivy sack. So then you got your rain protection, you know, in a pretty solid system. And just go from there, you know, to several of our bivy sites and come back to the Hudson where there's the main camp, you know. And Hmm. that was really sweet, too, because it's nice, you know, after you're, you know, some of the places we'll go is another four or five miles in, so we'll come back. We're beat, dead tired, and your camp is already set up. Your wood stove's there. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. So you have like four or That's five nice. little little preset camps. Well, we have we GPS every. We've <laughs> done this cool. for some of you. We have spots GPS, and our requirements are we got to have you know decent place to you know camp, water, mm-hmm. and a lot of our spots are off trail. You know, so we've got these little benches, you know, they're just sweet little spots, you know. So we'll go over there, spend a couple nights until we run the elk out and, you know, (laughs) come back to the base camp and, you know, and do that. And That's pretty slick. Yeah, Yeah, you know, and that makes, you can can take a, like a six ounce bivy and a seven ounce six by nine, you know, so you're looking 13 ounces and you got a total system. And, you know, in fact, I had one year that was down on the river. And it was an accident. I mean, I didn't know it was going to rain for freaking five days down there. And yeah. it was, oh. yeah. And I was in a six by nine for five days, you know, in the rain hunting out of that. And mm-hmm. I never got wet, but I was really happy to get back to the base camp. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Where you yeah. can stretch out a little bit. And yeah. And, you know, fire the yeah. stove up and dry off and everything. But yeah. And speaking of the six by nine, that's, you know, one thing that we really, you know, kind of tell people about that, you know, if they're on the verge of doing a tarp system or a bivy system, well, the six by nine, you know, we sell them for you know ninety bucks. It's pretty good 79 coverage. Bucks. Seventy nine bucks. Seventy nine bucks. Yeah. At the so show. At the show. show. At the there show. There you go. There's, so a, make there's a one there. This. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I'm here. That's the number. Uh, That's the yeah. numbers, lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we just tell them, hey, just you know, throw it in your pack. Use it as we got a lot of guys that glass underneath it to get away from the sun. You know, if they're up above tree line, they can get out of the sun. Or they just keep it in their pack and they use it for emergency shelter if they need to, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a lot more durable than like, you know, some REI emergency shelter, you know, that's made of tinfoil or something. Uh, so, yeah, just throw that in your pack and then that, that kind of gets them in the ballpark and kind of gets them started and they pull it out a couple times, maybe use it a couple times a year. And then from there, they, you know, they realize they like it or they don't like it. It might be for them. It might not be for them. And hmm. we get people that come back and they're like, okay, well, I liked it. And, you know, now what's your next step? Like, you know, Granite or maybe even a Hudson. So, And, uh, and uh, the sheep hunters, oh, my gosh, up in Alaska, they eat up yeah. those six by nine, really? buy them left and right I just, bet. just for glassing shelters yeah. and, you know, stay out of the rain and, huh. you know. So the one that I chose, um, which one is that one the again? Hudson. The Hudson. Um, I wanted something that I would have enough room for me, all my crap, and maybe a buddy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your most, um, for what I'm, what I'm doing to just to maybe help people select a tent is I wanted something that has a stove capability, which I'd like to know your suggestions on stoves mm-hmm. and stuff. And if you guys make them or not, and then, um, how much room would I need to set up the tent that I'm getting? And I know we can't get into the right. exact tent that I'm getting right? because it's a super secret. <laughs> <laughs> super secret. I'm a gear guy. And so when I get stuff that, yeah. that isn't out yet, I'm like. So happy! Yeah, it's making my whole uh-huh. year. Yeah, trust you me. got the inside foot there. Oh, yeah, you dude. do, man. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. It happened with Spider last year, and uh, 
and I just couldn't stop smiling. Like when I had it on my bow, I was just carrying her. I'm like, no one else has this. Like, yeah. And we honestly, awesome. you know, that's the thing too, is we got to test this stuff too, before we really mm-hmm. put it out. And me and Jim, that's what we try to do the most of. Uh, honestly, I try to stay out of the shop if the girls are in there as much as I can, cause they'll put me to work. And Jim's the same way. He's like, we got to get out of here. Let's go shoot or yeah. something. But yeah, we try to, we try to really just test the heck out of everything that we put out. So everything's just, it's just proven, you know, like our EMS, We've tested a few times, and then the big selling part, the big last test, the sign-off was to take it to the spring bear. And instead of picking, you know, these nice little tight spots where maybe we won't get wind or rain, we mm-hmm. literally we put it right out on the ridges where we had the worst wind. We had a heck of a rainstorm come in. We got a great video on our um, Facebook of probably 40 to 50 mile an hour winds on that 60. thing. I think it was crazy. That was my, that yeah. was, that was my question because uh, over in Idaho, I probably camp on an old um, decommissioned road. Mm-hmm. and gather a lot of wind and it would be somewhere where i can glass so it's probably on top of a ridge and i just want to know like what is the comfortability and how's the durability going to hang out like if is because it doesn't have a floor so the wind does the wind get under the tent no, at all much not really no okay yeah it, it you know they do really well um mm-hmm. and and the key to it is like for the you know the one you're getting the hudson mm-hmm. is the the guy outs you know because we have corner guy outs and side guy outs so that just stabilizes that whole platform a lot better. Okay. You know? Now, obviously, a teepee is going to catch more wind than a Hillybergen, you know, mm-hmm. you know, type shelter. But for what it is, it can that thing can handle some good winds. Yep. And yeah, it really can. We're honest with people, too, and it's, you know, okay, well, where, where are you hunting and what kind of hunting are you doing? And, you know, obviously, we're pro tarps, but there's just certain places that you just wouldn't take a tarp. You know, mm-hmm. even, even that EMS that we had in, in you know, the crazy winds, you know, some places it just it pays off to just take a, a good Hilleberg or something like that. You know, full coverage, all that stuff. But honestly, we'll we'll put these just about anywhere. But we're we're straight honest with people. You know, and cool. Hey, where where are you hunting and what what's it look like there? Yeah, so. and if, that's a good point, David, because we've had a couple guys, you know, like Alaska hunters, you know, guys that live there. Mm-hmm. You know, I had one guy that uh, bought our skyline and was you know sheep hunting with it, and I was like. <laughs> Man, you know, that's, I was like, just up, you know, that, I, if I go, if I were you, man, I'd be in a freaking heli bird. Yeah. But yep. he wanted the uh, the skyline, and it's cool, because then he's sending us pictures of it, you know, and he's like, <laughs> all these incredibly badass pictures, you know, these huge Wrangler, Wrangle Mountains behind, uh, uh-huh. I think, mm-hmm. out of Anchorage. You know, in the background, he's got, you know, sh- big old full curl sheep there, you know. Oh, it's just really? Like, oh, man, you know, and, and he just loved the thing, you know, and I was like, well, okay, but. That's got to be pretty cool seeing somebody yeah. use a product like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one question I did get since our last podcast, and uh, I know you're huge in the meal prep and you do all your own meals. Yeah. Guys were wanting to know how and tips for that. Um, okay. Do you guys have anything for Yeah, I mean, it's how-tos? Yeah. We're getting ready to just have at that when we get home because yeah. that's, 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 that's Jim's thing. Most of the yeah. time he makes too much, and so then I'll just – Oh, really? oh, hey, look, <laughs> you got any extra of these? And yeah. So I'll just throw them in, yeah. But he's he's he does most well, of and it. Honestly, um, it gets closer to hunting season. I tend to make larger quantities yep. of fettuccine or spaghetti. spaghetti. We'll eat Perfect. on it mm-hmm. for a night, and then it goes to the dehydrator. Yep. Okay. And we just dehydrate it. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the big thing is, you know, this shouldn't scare anybody. There's, there's several different concepts, and they're all good. So number one is... If these guys are have a girlfriend or a wife or a mother that cooks, you know, talk them into making their favorite meals. <laughs> Go from there and just put it in your dehydrator, you know. Yep. And the key to dehydrating is that we found anyway is 
you know, don't get in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Some of these things, you know, like if it's a chili or a watery-based <laughs> meal, take way more time in it. And, you know, it, it's not the 8 to 10 hours. It might be 24 to, you know, 32 really? hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you turn it down a little bit, you know, 130, 150, and just let it go, but do it right. And, and make sure it's done. You know, and basically how you're going to tell when something's done, you know, like let's say beans or, or uh, chunks of meat, you know, you want to be able to bend it. When you take a, like a, a pinto bean, you want to bend it and it'll break. It's dry. Yeah, no moisture meat, in there at all. With meat, you don't want to just take the meat and bend it. Uh, that ain't done. It, you want it to break. Really? Yeah. And if it doesn't do that, leave it in there because what will happen is, you know, I don't put any of my meals after they're hydrated. They don't go in the refrigerator. You know, they just go into... I roll, a, roll the air out, put them in Ziploc bags, you know, and label them, and they just go in a big tub. So they're good to go. You don't have to vacuum seal them? No. Really? But if there's any moisture at all in there from stuff not being still a little moisture in it, then you get mold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you can't – you got to make sure it's done. It takes a lot longer than you than you think. Like, you know, we'll leave it in there for a day or a day and a half and just really make sure it's all the way done before mm. we – well, and so honestly, too, though, I mean, if you're just starting out, <laughs> I highly recommend if you dehydrate something, try to rehydrate it one day before you take it out. Yeah. Make sure you like it. Make sure good it point. tastes okay before you're out in the wilderness starving yeah, because, because your food <laughs> doesn't taste good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or you're living off uh, some bars or something. <laughs> <and you're, laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we found out. It's like I did. Uh, my wife did some spaghetti last year that she used sausage and chopped it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I chopped up the sausage even more before I dehydrated it. Uh-huh. But that sausage never really rehydrated that well. Well, you know, so I found now that everything I do is more about either a ground hamburger or a ground sausage, you know, to where it's a finer, to where it'll dehydrate better, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we get questions, too, on, um, you know, soups and stuff, mm-hmm. something that's really liquidy. Um, so the dehydrators normally come with just a flat pan, you know, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seep through or anything. And one of my favorites is honestly is the cheesy broccoli soup that my wife makes. And that's my favorite. One of my favorite things to rehydrate in the backcountry is just it actually, once you get it on there, it just crumbles right up. And so you just kind of smash it up. Really? Once you add hot water to it, it turns right back into soup. That really? is a, usually an option for the dehydrators because they come with the grated yeah. trays. So you what have to buy. What dehydrator are you guys using? Oh, geez. I, I don't know. You know it's nothing that. fancy. Mine, it's mine just is like a Presto. It's just a cheap yep. $80 really? Walmart yeah. one. Yeah, they okay. make super expensive ones, but mm-hmm. honestly, we, we just keep kind of the cheaper ones around yeah. and use those. And so you, you, in my you, head, I figured you guys had like a $1,000. Oh, no, no, no. So they, you know, they come with just like five, <laughs> six trays. I buy the extra rack of trays. Huh. Yeah. And then you got to buy the little tray liners like for that'll do the soups and stuff, you know, so that you add to that. Yep. So it's not very expensive. but So basically, if somebody's comfortable with their girlfriend, wife, or mother's meals doing that. That's a good way to go. The other method is, you know, piecemealing it, which is putting a, just assembling meals together with components, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a, a, another really good way to go. You know, you can you can actually, you know, go to Walmart, buy their uh, brand of uh, freeze-dried food in bulk, and you can buy, you know, and piece it together with what you want. In other words, you could go to Walmart. One of my favorite is buy the shredded potatoes there. You can buy um, the dehydrated milk there. You can buy dehydrated cheese, the beans, everything. And, really? And just assemble, you know, different recipes from that. Like uh, Idahoan mashed potato kind of thing? Well, no, these are the uh, grated ones, like a um, hash browns. Yeah. Hash browns, ah, right? Ah, yeah. I see. I so see. that, that yeah. one meal that I do, I take the, the Walmart hash browns. I'll put, you know, like four ounces of those in. <laughs> I do a half a pack of the, uh, like a, a Jimmy Dean the country gravy. 
Mm-hmm. Country gravy mix, half a pack of that. Then I do two. He's tab- not sponsored by Jimmy. Oh, Dean. I'm not, just and, and, just no, to throw it out there, no dude. relation. His name might yeah. be Jimmy. The Dean. first time, no affiliation. Yeah, the first time I met him, I'm like, okay, what's your real name? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a fake name. What's your real me. name? But anyway, I do two <laughs> tablespoons of the, you know, the milk, dehydrated milk, uh-huh. a couple tablespoons of cheese. Then I'll add some uh, sausage crumbles in there too, uh-huh. and then two tablespoons, they, you know, of the uh, uh, freeze dried eggs. So you basically got hash browns, sausage, eggs, gravy, cheese. That sounds really good. That's a good. heck of a breakfast, and you can assemble that. I mean, literally each meal is going to cost you probably a buck, you know. Seriously. You, oh, yeah, you buy it because yeah. the, the shredded uh, potatoes are like eight bucks, you know. So you just – and and you get a, a gallon can of that. So that's a lot that you can yeah. – a lot of meals. Yeah, and that's, a, that's such a big problem too is that, you know, the mountain houses, which we're not a fan of anyways, but they're getting so expensive, you know, or backpackers, you know, backpacking pantry. Or Heather's Choice, 50 Heather's bucks. Choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is good, I, you know, but it's just so expensive. And like I said, we could make a meal for a couple bucks really. And yeah. Yeah, or the, the top like ramen. Those like are another one, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you just buy bulk pack of top ramen. You know, get open the packet, throw the packets away. You yep. want the noodles? Take the noodles. Add a half of a pack of uh, spaghetti mix to it. Add again some either sausage or hamburgers to it. Some cheese. You got spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's like a buck. Yep. Or probably less than a buck. You know. Yeah. Huh. So it's easy to do. And, you know, actually one of my favorites, and I wanted to talk about this, is lunches. Lunches get overlooked. Yeah, they really do. You know? <laughs> I'm a foodie, so bring it yeah. on. Yeah, me too. Me too. He can vouch for it. see my food bag. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> one I, of my I'm favorite lunches eating. is, and I, it's, to me, it's, it's so hard to beat. And I do this for two reasons. I look at a lunch as I want to be able to have a, a lunch that I don't have to go back and use a jet boil or a stove for. Yeah. For the main reason is, you know, just like when we were – in Hell's Canyon, our first week we were there, we were turkey hunting. In so Hell's Canyon? Yeah. 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 So the cool thing was, you know, we were, I mean, literally, we could see our camp, and it was like way far away. And we're like, okay, we're not going back there. We're packing for the whole day when we go out. We're staying out all day, uh-huh. every day, you know. Uh-huh. And so with this lunch I do, I had everything with me, and all I had to take extra that, that I didn't have in my pack was my spoon. That was it. <laughs> so what I, what I, my favorite lunch is I take – um, your, whatever your favorite brand of granola is, and you know, mine was the Bare Naked, or I have, or Simply Elizabeth, some of the good, good brands, you know, mm-hmm. and measure out however much you want, you know, a healthy portion of it, you know, and that's the key is kitchen scale to where you measure everything, measure it out, put it in a um, Ziploc baggie, add two tablespoons of milk to it. That's all you gotta do. Powder milk. Powder milk, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so you've got when you, <laughs> yeah. so like I do, Clarify. I do, uh, <laughs> I do tuna, I do like. Almost three servings of, you know, you read the serving amount. I do three servings of the granola. Uh-huh. And then that with the milk is like 572 calories. And it's like a crazy amount of protein. You know, that's got so much protein in it. I'll do mm. that and then throw in a tuna pack. And, you know, then obviously have a few energy bars. And, man, you know, all I got to do to rehydrate that is, you know, pull out my Nalgene, dump a little water in there, pop my spoon out, and just eat it right out of the bag. And it's really good. Really? Yeah. And there's my lunch. Like cereal. Yeah. Almost. You're yeah. basically, you know, sitting there. You know, waiting, f- you know, for a turkey or whatever, you pull off on a hillside and you eat, you know, and you don't have to do anything special, you know. And, That's and it's crazy. Just, yeah. My, my weakest part of my whole hunting setup is the food. Like, I carry two s- cans of SpaghettiOs, oh, yeah. a Kickstart Energy drink, <laughs> oh, <boy>. and uh, <laughs> some sort of 
20 Okay, we need to do an intervention here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's your, where's your bag yeah. at right now? Right, right here. <laughs> yeah. You may not want to bring it over because when he goes through bags, it can get a little we, crazy. We call it getting jimmied. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't need and this. And literally, need this. yeah, we got a couple guys that we hunt with, and they have to every single year. Jim's got to go through their bag. And he's like, nope. Nope, don't need this, don't well, need that. that would be you me. think we got them yeah. trained, you know, and then we'll, we'll you know, so we're funny. getting out of the rigs, we're putting our packs on. It was like funny, one guy last year. And we, we this was what, our our second move? Because we move like every five days. Yeah, and you guys were already in there a week yeah. before I got there. That was like your and third week. I thought week. we had it all dialed, and we'd see uh. his pack. He's got a 7,000 cubic inch pack. Oh. <laughs> and it was freaking stuffed. And we're like, oh my God, what the heck do you have it? And we're like, okay, wait, wait, take it off, you know. We uh-huh. just right there at the trail. We're just pulling crap out of there. Like what? You know, huh. you don't need this. You don't need this. You know. Well, my day pack. I've talked about it with the bro guys, and they about laughed me off the podcast. Is I hike around with thirty five pounds just for the day. I heard that podcast. <laughs> that was funny. I was cracking yeah. up. They're like, what are you packing around? I'm like, oh, I told him, and they're like, my god, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, because Cody's a little bit of an ultralighter. There, yeah, he was kind of. Yeah, yeah he was kind of giving you a hard time. I have time. the ultralight hunting pack, and then I just fill it full of crap. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you're not the only one out there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to kind of double back to something Kelsey said. I, you said chicken fettuccine. Yes. And you can dry make that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you I, walk me through that one? I'll just make a huge pot of chicken fettuccine the way I normally make it at home. Mm-hmm. And then if I know it's going to go in the dehydrator, I'll normally cut the chicken up just super tiny so it dehydrates back really well. Oh, okay. Um, and then he'll just take it, the leftovers, and throw it all on the dehydrator, portion it out. Put it in bags and it's good to go. And he takes it hunting. And no. this isn't again. This isn't vacuum sealing bags. It's just no, just no. use ziploc bags. It's really weird. Seal yeah. all the air out. Huh. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. just dehydrate it really well. And like she said, make sure because the meat's the toughest part for dehydrating. And so you just make sure that you know your normal portion size for you know a cube of chicken or whatever. We'll just dice that up a few more times, make it a little bit smaller, or even shred it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, once you rehydrate it, you got chicken fettuccine in the back country, and it's just like just like my wife makes, which hmm. man, fettuccine is awesome. Yeah, so. that's, that's the hardest favorite. part yeah. for people is you've got to make sure when you're dehydrating that your your meat is you know as small as your noodles and stuff because mm-hmm. if if you have big chunks of meat, the noodles are going to you know free, or dehydrate really fast, yep. and the meat's going to take forever, and so it's then you're going to screw it up. It's you you'll overdo the you know the noodles to where they're not going to rehydrate very well hmm. and yeah you know, like like sausage for instance takes for freaking ever there's so much grease in it that that has to almost be a ground sausage in order to get it to to hydrate fast so you don't separate the meat and the you do no, it all together I, but you make sure that everything's about the same what density. i do i t- mm-hmm. I, yeah. I i basically like when my wife does that too i'll take it just dump it on a big round pizza tray mm-hmm. and i'll smooth it out with a spoon and i take a pizza wheel and just start Cutting that sucker yeah. up, you know, really? dicing it up, yeah, until it looks all about the same size, and then I just take it from there and just put it on the trays, and yeah. God, I need to start upping my game on the food. So yeah. this it's good. a it's a game well, changer, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh my god, he was he was doing it years before I started, and he was talking <laughs> me into it, and I was doing the mountain house thing, and. I was like, all right, well, let me, give me one of your meals, and I'll try it. As soon as I rehydrated that thing, I was like, okay, I got to do this now. And so, uh-huh. yeah, I went out that next day and got a dehydrator. Just Like I said, just a cheap one from Bymart. It works great. So I wonder why all these, like, mountain houses and the Heather's Choice, why they're so expensive if you're doing it on, like, for a dollar or two. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with the preservatives and all the extra stuff that goes into it. I don't know if that has anything yeah. to do with it. I know it. a lot of them are freeze-dried. They're freeze-dried. And yeah, so that's freeze drying, they last a lot longer. You know, a freeze-dryer is, you know, 1500 bucks at the probably minimal, you know, 
you know, that's probably middle of the road or something. I'm not sure, but we haven't looked into the freeze drying thing, but, hmm. uh, yeah, that's a lot more expensive and those things are nice. They're a lot quicker and, uh, probably more efficient, but you know, just for what we do, we just throw yeah, it on know, the dehydrator and it works. Yeah. Good. Look at that, you know, the ex expiration date on a mountain house, you know, it's like what, 20 years or something like yeah, that, you yeah, know, exactly. where that's, that's freeze drying where, um, a Heather's choice meal, which is, she still dehydrates. You know, that's basically a one-year shelf life, and that's what we figure ours, yeah. too. You know, We always year. do ours before yeah. season, you know, within a, probably a few months or something. And so it's not like we're letting it sit on the shelf for a couple of years. We try to eat it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in fact, I, I still think I have five meals left from that we didn't use at bear season. And bear season, we're using stuff from the previous year. So Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's, that makes that's sense. the last of it, and so we'll go to the new stuff this summer. And yep. Bear's pretty greasy. I imagine you don't de dehydrate bear at all, do you? No, I mean, oh, a I greasy anything greasy is, takes the time. It yeah. just goes through the roof, you know, mm. and it's just crazy. It's like a soup, too. You know, soup is really slow because it's liquid, you know, like a potato soup or something. You know, it takes longer, and you just have to be patient. You know, like a potato soup, I cut down to 140, 130 as far as temperature, and let that, I should probably let that go probably 30 hours, you know. Be, really? Yeah, you check it all the time. You know, I'll check it every four or five hours. But, mm -hmm. you know, you let it go overnight, check it the next morning. If it's still, you know, not there yet, you just let it go. And it will it will dehydrate. It's just got to be patient. What uh, what I know is going to happen is I'm going to have guys ask for some of your guys' recipes. And so if, if, if you guys are okay with sharing, we'll have to post it on Instagram yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because um, that was something that people were wanting to get into is dehydrating their food. after Because what was your final pack weights after for like a seven-day hunt? It was something um, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm tipped. I like to be under 30. But <laughs> this year crazy. at Hell's Canyon, I was I was kind of upset. I was like 34, and I was torqued. But, I mean, we yeah. knew. Yeah. How dare you? I know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I was like, oh, man, you're over 30. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Which, I carried a which I'm pretty light, too, but I'm normally in that, you know, right above 30. I'm probably yeah. like 32 or so. You take you a know. lot more food, though. I do take <laughs> a lot more food. And then, yeah, I really I typically take a spotter and a tripod when Jim Jim normally leaves those at home, even yeah. though he has them. And he, yeah. every time we get out there, he's like, man, I should have bought my spotter. But. <laughs> You know, I, I try and leave the spotter at, at camp, and it probably weighs six or eight pounds. I uh -huh. mean, it's it's a Leopold SX2 Kena, and it's not actually not that good of a spot and scope for how much I paid for it. Yeah. Then it has a cheap Vanguard tripod, and then uh, by like the sixth day over Idaho, I, I was just like, I can't, I gotta leave it. And yeah. It was, but it it created opportunities when I had it. I mean, yeah. I have a hard time leaving the spot and scope at home. Yeah. Yeah. We try and we got some of the smaller ones, you know, like I, I just have a vortex diamond back right now. And the reason I got that is because it's 20 ounces compared to some of the heavier oh, ones, killer. but I wanted something that had a little bit more power that I can get out and it goes all the way out to 60, Yep. you know? And so that, and then I have the vortex, you know, summit tripod, but works good. It's a little heavier, but you know, it gets the job done. And so, yeah. 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 Well, um, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover before no, we wrap I, this again, thing up? Again, yeah, we really appreciate you having us on, man. It's just it's nice having a you know a podcast that's in Oregon, and you know we we appreciate that and every, mm -hmm. everything you do. You know, I love your podcast. And, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, no, really, yeah. yeah thanks. Like for I was telling us on. you that one of the wolf one that was my favorite. Yeah. Like, I cracked up the whole time <laughs> with that guy. Oh, yeah. I got to listen to that one. Yeah, Jim you, was yeah, telling me about it. You know, he wanted me to post a picture. He said he was he was offended. I didn't post his picture on the podcast because he uh, he had this thing that said wolf theory, and then he had a middle finger up like this. <laughs> and he wanted that to be the cover. <laughs> that guy's of the a episode. crack up, man. Yeah, yeah, that was, oh, that was yeah. a great one. That's my taxidermist. Yeah, perfect. But all right, well. Give me some some links real quick and some or some ideas for how people can get a hold of you. Um, well, on our website, you can always hop on there. Um, you can shoot us an email directly from the website or just jimmytarps at yahoo.com. What is our website? 
Our website is uh, www.jimmytarps.com. Very simple. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Or if you get on the website, you can find a link to Jim's number. You can give him a shout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves phone calls. Yeah. He loves I, calls. I talk to people every day. So, yeah. <laughs> he likes to talk setup and hunting, so you can feel free to give him a call. He'll answer any of your questions. Yeah, I mean, even if they don't use our gear and stuff, if they just want to yeah. run over, you know, what I'm taking on trips. I have guys call me from, you know, Iowa or wherever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm doing this hunt in Colorado, and, you know, how, what do you think of my stuff? And Yeah. You know. And I don't try to steer them towards us, you know, but I just like, yeah, I mean, you, you sound pretty solid or whatever, you know, or yeah. you need this, this, and this. And yeah, and that's what he loves doing, you know. He just loves talking gear and talking to people about hunting. And so, honestly, he'll sit on the phone for I don't know how long. <laughs> he just walks out of a room. His phone rings probably, I swear, at least every half hour, and really? he just walks out of a room. And <laughs> um, But, yeah, like I said, we're not trying to persuade, you know, or sway people towards our stuff or anything. We're completely honest and, you know, 100% upfront with people. And so, yeah. you know, if you guys have any questions about gear or anything, just, yeah. Hit Jim up. He's the guy to talk to. Yeah. So. You guys have an Instagram too, right? You do. Correct, yep. we do. What's yep. the Instagram? It's Jimmy underscore Tarps. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. Yeah, and, and I'll post a link when I post yep. the episode on, on Instagram and everything. And then um, I think we have some other things in the works working with, we're working with you guys. So mm-hmm. um, yes. I appreciate you guys coming on to the show. And it's finally nice to get Kelsey and David yeah. on. It is. It we is. made it yeah. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not that you're not interested. No, in I mean, I, I want these, these guys <laughs> more and more to take yeah, mm-hmm. step up there because – Nobody wants to hear from the old guys. <laughs> young guys, so, yeah, young kids. So. Well, you do have the more more knowledge, so. Yeah. yeah. How, how many years talk, in the backwoods? Oh, since the 70s. Since mm, the 70s. Yeah, I hate to say that, but, yeah, probably since <laughs> 77 or 8. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hate it when I try and, you know, I come up with a new idea or a new yeah. tactic. And, no, that's no, not going to work. I tried that back in 93. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, what do you think about this? You know, I get a new piece of gear. Ah, it's a piece of junk. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't buy anything without, like, basically his approval. Yeah. Like, hey, Jim, what do you think of this? And he'll, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to get that. After okay. talking with him, I, I anything backcountry, all my questions are going to go to Jimmy now. Uh-huh. It's it's just, yeah, you can't you can't deny the experience, man. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're so. so fortunate now to have the lightweight gear we have. You guys, like I say, we talked the yeah, last podcast about the old days. Yeah, yeah. and it was, oh man, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was. Uh, you probably saw me pointing at you throughout the show yesterday. I was like, yeah, I was talking to him over there, and and then uh, the stuff he used to use back in the day. He's like, he was so yeah. heavy, and mm-hmm. and uh, so hopefully, hopefully, you guys have a good rest of the show. And, oh, and too, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll visit throughout. Yeah, the show we're just more. like. 20 yards from each other, so we can <laughs> yell back and forth. We're yeah. perfectly set up here. I, yeah. my, my buddy Dan's sitting over at the booth right now, and he's asking me questions before he came over. He, he's like, well, I don't know anything about these. So I'm like, well, just tell him to hold off for an hour or so. We'll be back Perfect. over there. And he's been pretty busy, actually. So. Good, good. Well, I'll let yeah. you guys get back over there, saw some tarps, and yeah. uh, we'll catch up later. All right. Cool. Thank, awesome. you, Thank you, Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. All right, guys, that's this episode. And like I said earlier, don't forget about the discount code that we have coming out it'll be uh, on the newsletter i'll post it on instagram and i will talk about it on a future episode so you guys don't miss your opportunity to save some money if you're looking at buying a new shelter uh even you know even bivy sack or, or meat sacks we you know, have a lot of different actual products uh, but with with the shelters for the tarp systems i don't know if there's any better out there listening to jimmy and knowing that he's going to use whatever the best there is yeah, uh, you know, I trust his experience. So, outside of that, guys, appreciate you listening to the episode. And as always, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.